Hey everyone, welcome to this week in marketing, also known as the Twim Show. This is your Sajid Islam, and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of January 4, 2022. Uh, this is episode 93, and let's jump in. Today we're going to first start off with TikTok. Uh, TikTok has launched a new course called TikTok Tactics Online. Uh, this is a course for you if you want to learn how to run ads on TikTok and actually it goes a little bit deeper as well. It starts off pretty basic, all right? And then, you know, it covers four different areas. One is attribution, targeting, bidding, optimization, catalog, and creative. But, you know, um, the uh, it starts off very basic. So, for example, for attribution, if you're just a basic beginner, they're going to show you how to do like, you know, put the TikTok pixel and go forward. But again, if you want to dive deeper, it's going to go into it. Right. Check it out. Uh, I have the link on our uh, show notes page. So definitely uh, you should get it up. Of course, you have to sign up. There's no fee for it. It's a free course, but I like what TikTok is doing. It's like now getting on a um, on a proactive basis, teaching everyone how to run TikTok ads. Okay. With that. TikTok also had another update this week. And this week, uh, TikTok is talking about uh, what they've done is they've created like, you know, allowing people who are running ads, you can create this TikTok instant page, which is a lot like Facebook instant articles. It's just that TikTok instant page is something, you know, if someone, if so, here's how it works. Say if you're running ads. And, you know, usually when you run ads, people click on your ad and they go to your web page, right? On mobile, sometimes, you know, you have, if you have been following our show, you know, we talk about mobile speed being very important because if it's slow, people are going to bounce off, right? Literally, your page should render within three seconds or less. Now, some people have websites that are slow. So TikTok is saying, you know what, when you, with this instant page, what's going to happen is when someone clicks on your ad, it's going to load up a page that's already hosted in TikTok. So it's going to be super fast. And from there, they can get all the necessary information. And if they want, uh, the of the user, the visitor who clicked on the ad, if they want, they can actually um, go ahead and, you know, click on more links and go to your website. So in a way, in essence, I like that because, you know, it's just creating a very uh, fast response. People like, and I see an ad, I click on it, it's boom, it comes up because I hate those uh, websites when I'm on mobile and it takes forever to load. And you'd be surprised how many websites are slow still in this day and age. The only drawback is the attribution and tracking. But again, on the other hand, you know, if you are someone who's been following our show, you know how third-party cookies are going away. And this is kind of, you know, giving you more data in terms of conversion data, like, you know, how many people saw your ad and clicked on it and you got the data versus, you know, how many people saw your ad, clicked on it and landed on your website. So it kind of helps on that aspect as well. But again, uh, the drawback here is that uh, you would not be able to, like, you know, um, you have to be, <clears throat> excuse me, um, if your uh, people aren't clicking through to your side, you're not getting the referral traffic data, which could be a concern, right? If people come to that instant page and they don't click on and go to your site, you will obviously not get the referral data, but you will at least see that people came to your instant page on TikTok. With that, let's go jump into T YouTube. Uh, YouTube basically announced that they are going to go ahead and create a separate uh, account for YouTube earnings. Up until now, whether you are a YouTube creator or you're a Google AdSense partner, you would just get have one account and they would just send you money. 
Again, if you're not sure what AdSense is, AdSense is for people who have blogs and they want to put Google ads on their blogs and things like that. That's that's the monetization path and that's the oldest one. Then, of course, YouTube came along and YouTube started paying people. And obviously, they've been saying, you know, you need to have an AdSense account and you would just get paid throughout. Now, YouTube is saying, you know, hey, YouTube creators, we get a separate account and AdSense. Even though you could be one person have both these accounts, but you're going to get split it out. The drawback to this is like, you know, YouTube only sends out checks if your uh, revenue hits $100. So, obviously, uh, YouTube or Google sends out a check if your revenue hits $100. So, previously, you know, you could combine those two and you'd get to $100 quickly. But on the flip side, now that it's separate, maybe uh, you're going to get your check faster on the YouTube side. I mean, you would know. I mean, again, man, it's just money. I just wanted you to know what the opportunities are. On the other hand, I saw this uh, video uh, last week uh, or this week, actually, on how much money you can make uh, potentially from uh, a video with 1 million views. And this uh, creator was showing and apparently she made $23,000 from one video. That goes to show, you know, why people are all jumping in uh, into YouTube and other platforms and making money from there. Okay, with that, the other update from YouTube is that they have basically added new guided support process for community guideline violations. Uh, in the past, if you got dinged by a community violations, it was very generic boilerplate template and people got frustrated. YouTube is taking a more proactive approach uh, and they're just saying, you know what, we're going to guide you step by step. We're going to give you an opportunity to either appeal the decision or you can go remove the offending content, things like that, so that it's not, oh, you made a mistake, you're in jail forever, you'll never get out of there. Right? YouTube doesn't want to do that. I mean, they heard people loud and clear. I wish Facebook would do the same thing, but, you know, Facebook is Facebook. It's like reminds me of that uh, Star Wars uh, where Facebook is the dark Vader, the dark side, and the rest of the world uh, is on the other side. That's how I feel. Like, you know, yes, I've been watching a lot of Star Wars lately. Okay, uh, that's the update. Uh, if you want more detailed stuff in terms of how this works, where you go, things like that, uh, check out our show notes. Talking about YouTube, uh, one thing I definitely want to share with you all is that YouTube C CEO Susan, uh, I cannot, for the love of God, I cannot pronounce her last name, is Woj C. Siki. I think she's Polish, but anyway, who cares? Uh, not who, what, Why does it matter? I, I'm sorry, not who cares, but why does it matter? The she's here, like, you know, what's YouTube's plan for 2022? What they're going to focus on, things like that. And the two things I want you to kind of know and really pay attention to. Since releasing YouTube Shorts, which is a copy of TikTok, YouTube reports that they've had 5 trillion all-time views, right? So that kind of shows that there is a market for Shorts, right? It's There is a market 5 trillion with a T, not even billion, the trillion all-time views. So that's great. Uh, they're saying also, what she's saying is that, you know, Around the world, people making more than 10,000 a year is up by over 40%, right? So that's why the number of channels around the world making more than 10,000 a year is up 40% year over year, while YouTube's creative ecosystem supported more than 800,000 jobs in 2020. Now, what she's also saying is that now there are 10 ways for creators to make money on YouTube. Last year, YouTube channel memberships and paid goods were purchased and renewed more than 110 million times. Now, 
to you you may think why does it matter blah 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 right i don't think so but why i'm covering this is like look at the potential from the other end for a business uh, owner for such as myself uh, for you if you're a small business owner look at the power of youtube right so and i'm not saying you have to make money for, as a creator but i'm just saying their eyeballs are there people are there i go to youtube every day i don't think i there goes a day where i don't i'm not on youtube looking up something or the other and uh, I sometimes watch ads. I sometimes I don't watch ads, depending on which profile I'm in, because I do have a paid premium membership as well. But that's the reason I'm sharing with you all that, you know, there is a potential to actually uh, get your content in, tar- in, in front of the right people. And this week, uh, if everything goes right, I do want to do an ad on how to use YouTube analytics. Uh, no, I take it back. I just realized I do want to do a small short training on how to use YouTube analytics to find out the content that your ideal, your future customers are looking for on YouTube. Okay. With that, <clears throat> let's move on to the next update, which is Facebook is removing profile video feature. Again, if you do not know what it is, then you are, you haven't missed anything. But if you know what it is, it's missing out. But in short, what this is, is like those, you know, some profiles you go in, you will see a seven second clip. Instead of my profile picture, you will see me jumping off something for seven seconds and it will loop through that. Facebook is getting rid of it, right? This is as simple as that. Uh, however, this feature is still active on LinkedIn. So if you really miss it, go ahead and use it on LinkedIn until they remove it. Facebook is saying, look, hey guys, uh, this really never caught on a lot of people didn't do in fact myself i always thought of doing it but then i found it very uh, you know cumbersome uh, to create a seven second clip put it up there and whatnot i just slapped in my photo on youtube uh, facebook and i'm off i go and i'm happy with it again maybe uh people like there are way too many people on facebook who are busy and don't want to go through the hassle of you know doing all these things but we'll see who who knows okay uh, the next up on the Insta, uh, Facebook land is Instagram. Instagram lo- rolls out a live banner feature. So now what's happening is when you schedule a live on Instagram, uh, that schedule is going to show up under your profile. So which is a great thing if you ask me and you can have more than one uh, live schedule. So like if someone checks out your uh, you know, profile, they can see, oh, there's a live coming up and they can actually subscribe from there or they can, you know, RSVP from there, they can get uh, notified, things like that, which I like, I like it. I really like it. I mean, you know, from, uh, for a change, there is a very good update that's coming out of Instagram. Live is something that's kicking off. Uh, you know, I think, you know, we LinkedIn allowed live, Facebook used to do live, it still does live. Instagram has done this and I like this. Um, I wish, uh, you know, tick, they copy also the TikTok, uh, you know, feature that they launched like late December where, you know, you can have a live banner. But other than that, this is a great update. Twitter has a new feature called a flock feature uh, that allows you to tweet to select uh, followers. What this is all about is like, you know, people are sometimes like, for example, my times, you know, I have a personal profile and a business profile. I want to share with some group of people that I don't want the whole world to know because it's sensitive. So Twitter is allowing you to create a circle or a flock or that you can have up to 150 people onto your flock uh, where, you know, I could just tweet to those flock or, you know, and the rest of the world would not know what I want, what, is, um, what I'm talking about. This works pretty good for, say, if you have a paid uh, paid group, uh, you know, people who follow you, but obviously it's capped at 150 for now. Who knows if they're going to expand it or not. And, you know, you want to share something or paid members, you want to tweet, engage with something or discuss something else. I, I, 
then you, this is a great option. I hope they allow you to create flock based on topics. So maybe I can have five different flocks for, uh, you know, one for health, one for uh, money making, investment, you know, real t- real real estate, things like that. That'll be awesome. I they haven't really shared what this is all going to entail, but that's just some of my ideas in, in here. Okay, along the same lines, Twitter also has updated uh, its ad uh, platform. They are changing the name of a couple of options uh, and so that, you know, uh, it's more broad, uh, updating how they are working to mitigate the Apple iOS, uh, you know, ATT issue, which is, you know, app transparency tracking issue. And, you know, they're also adding a new events manager dashboard to manage your Twitter website tag and associated web-based conversion events. Overall, uh, these are small minor updates, but great if you are spending money on Twitter and you want to get better in tracking your ROI. This is what matters to you. If not, you know, you can just safely ignore it until you get ready to uh, start spending money on Twitter. Okay. With this brings us to the last update of this week, which is Microsoft's annual uh, annual sorry Microsoft's quarterly earnings. Now, if you've been following our show, you know I like to cover uh, quarterly earnings because that the numbers tells a lot about how the platform is doing, if the platform is growing tractions, things like that. So Microsoft in Q2 2022. But hang on a second, Sajid. This is January. 2022. How did Microsoft have Q2 2022? Well, the short answer is that as some corporates, uh, corporations have, you as a corporation, you get to pick when, when your quarter starts and when your quarter ends. So for Microsoft, this is Q2. Basically, that means uh, their quarter starts somewhere around July, right? So July, July, August, September, October, November, December is second quarter of 2022. And they just reported the earnings uh, this week. So basically, it makes sense. That's how their quarter runs. So back to the numbers. Uh, in, they had a revenue of $51.7 billion, yes, with a B, uh, and a net income of $18.8 billion, with a B. The revenue is up 20%, and net uh, net income has gone up by 21%. Now, you could say, hey, Sajid, you know, Microsoft is a tech company. It has Microsoft Windows, Microsoft uh, whatever, you know, Office, things like that, PCs, gaming, things like that. So, you know, why this matters? Well, that is true, but what you need to hear about is the search and news advertising revenue up was up by 32% year over year, which is impressive. Uh, when you consider the fact that Microsoft was not even a major player in this industry not too long ago, which represents just how many new revenue streams it has developed over the years. Another area of growth is LinkedIn. The social media platform geared towards professional networking got a 37% increase in revenue year over year. Now, this is where I am going to... Po- Actually, I will add one more thing. Overall, Microsoft earned $10 billion from advertising alone if you include LinkedIn. So they made $10 billion with a B, okay, um, in Q2 2022 from advertising. So whether you look at the number of the search, uh, you know, whether you look at the search volume growth, which is 32%, uh, or the $10 billion, either or, it's a great big platform. What this means is, like, you know, I keep talking about Google Ads, Google Ads, Google Ads. Maybe it's time also to look at Microsoft Ads because Microsoft Audience Network also has LinkedIn. That's all it matters. That's why I'm covering this for you to know, give you that situational awareness that, you know, hey, it's not always about Google. It's not always about TikTok. It's not always about uh, Facebook. It's about 
finding new opportunities and leveraging those and implementing those. Like if you look at, if you listen to Gary V, Gary V became Gary V because he started doing this uh, Google search ads back in the day when no one was doing it. So he was just crushing it, right? And now when people go to Google search ads, it's expensive, obviously, because everyone's doing it and it's expensive. And what that basically means is that, you know, competition is high. So you need to, well, I'm not saying stop doing Google searches. I'm saying, you know, you need to do Google searches, but also you need to find new opportunities that you can uh, leverage that other people are not leveraging and be in the winning front, okay? But it has to be a mix of everything. You cannot just be one or the other. With that, folks, that's it for this week. This was a busy week. There was a quite a few things that didn't make it to our cut because, you know, I... I wanted to keep it to 10 news articles. There were things about Google Flock going away and creating topics, which is a great thing that Google is doing. Uh, and I really wanted to cover how it works. There were some you know, Google Ads update, but not so major, but minor. But you know, it's probably going to come up in the future. So I skipped it intentionally. But folks, stay on. Again, if you're finding value, definitely share it with your group of friends, you know, people who you think can benefit from it. With that, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.